welcome, welcome to another man. This is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. <laughs> you can keep that in there if you want. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode here of Africans Talk Football. Happy Labor Day weekend to everybody out there. You know, that just means we get an extra day off on Monday, according here on Sunday. But uh, how's everybody feeling tonight? Fantastic. Oh, man. Feeling like we got away with one, but I'll take it. It's a it's a big week. I mean, we yeah. we all know who's going first, so we don't really need to talk yeah. about it. But um, <laughs> but yeah, man, you 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 guys are eligible to go first as well too. Why? Yeah, well, because I mean, you guys oh, lost midweek. midweek. You guys lost midweek. <laughs> no, we still haven't gotten the reaction video. Hey, man, that, e- everybody forgot. Everybody forgot. Yeah, but, I mean, it's up to you guys on how we do. I'm just saying, you guys are eligible. You want you want to do rock paper scissors or? Oh, I'll go first. No, yeah, no, we'll figure it out. But, you know, before we get into it, just want to say again, thank you to everybody out there who's been rocking with us from the start to everyone who's been responding to us just on all of our socials and and actually, you know, keeping up with what we've been talking about, because it's like we said, it's going to be a super busy year. And now we're into the midweek game. So we do appreciate everybody out there that's been rocking with us. Um I get. I mean, do we want to start with the midweek games, or do we do we just want to go no, Arsenal? Let's just go with this week's games. I mean, yeah. I so, yeah. So obviously, the game of the week was Arsenal versus United. Um, we saw that match here today. It was eleven thirty Eastern, I believe, and it was it was it was crazy because. Arsenal starting off five and five is is it was pretty, you know, remarkable just because of where they come from, to be honest. And this was going to be their big test. Everyone's been saying it. Gabriel said it to start off. He said our first five games are favorable. We can start off five and no, which they did. You know what I'm saying? So once you get that kind of momentum, even going away into a hostile old Trafford, you have the confidence that you can play with the big boys. Um, we saw Anthony get his first start. I know Salam probably wants to touch on that a little bit. He got a goal, which was, you know, he he, he he's ready. He looks like he's ready to play in the Prem. You know what I'm saying? So that was good to see if you're a United fan for sure. Um, but, you know, I <laughs> that first half was exciting, dog. Like, that that match had everything you wanted. It had goals. It had fire. It had you know yellow cards. It, it had some some moments where you know you're going to be upset if you're on one side or the other of the call. But at the end of the day, it's it's what we want to see when we talk about the big six or the big four, the top teams. We want to see goals. We want to see fire. We want to see explosions. We want to see fireworks. So it was dope. But uh, Gabriel, I'll let you start first. You know, and then Salam, you could tap in as well. But as far as your, you know, reactions from the games. Arteta out. Um, I knew that was coming. Uh, I mean, oh, it's still hard, hard to say. It's still hard <laughs> to say, but Arteta out. Um, I really don't have much to say about the match, to be honest. Uh, I think we played well. I think we dominated the match. Um, I mean, from my perspective, I don't think that, um, you know, it was it was a it was a tough result. 
Uh, I think VAR played us in the in the first half of it, but that doesn't contribute to the loss. I mean, that contributes to the loss, but I mean, I think VAR played us a little bit, as I know we'll get into VAR in the scope of the entire weekend across all matches, because I think VAR was just terrible, not even for us, but it'll be for Chelsea, um, for for Brighton. It was also bad today. I don't know if people saw the match, but yeah. but yeah, mm-hmm. so um, VAR was terrible all across the, the week. Um, but even besides that, um, I mean, we just we, we got beat. Simple as that. I don't think we we played poorly. I think we played well. Um, we just had a couple a couple of bad moments. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I I really don't have much to say about it. To be honest, like we, I mean, we but, played but... well. No, no, no. Like to be honest, we really I I believe that we played well. The first half we went down one 0 unfortunately. We went up 1-0, VAR called it back, which I don't think was a foul on Erickson. I think it was incredibly soft, but they called it back. Anthony, you know, got his goal. Congrats to him. A, good, a great debut for him. Um, and then, you know, coming into the second half again, we started well. We played well. We ended up tying it up. I think our one problem and our one mistake is after we got that goal, I feel like we were way too excited. Um, I feel like we tried to get that second, like, instantly and immediately and I think we forgot where we were and I think forgot like who we're playing for a second um because you know in the previous five matches uh we went down against Fulham we went down against uh shoot went down against Fulham went down against another team but after those matches we were able to they said it within eight minutes we're able to get that that you know tying goal the the goal back um, and we didn't get it within eight minutes, but once we got that goal, it was like, we try to get the second one immediately, immediately, very quickly. And I think we forgot that, you know, they have pace up top. It's not, it's not the same Manchester United as last season. And this is a much better team than the first five teams that we played. And also we're at Old Trafford. And I think we got caught up in the moment and we got caught both goals, the second and third goal, both of our, our line was way too high, way too high. Um, and I think that's just a testament of us wanting to to make up for our mistakes um, in the goal in the first half. Um, and we just got caught out, plain and simple. Great ball by Bruno. Um, another great ball, I think it was for Erickson, the second or the third goal. Um, you know, two great balls, but we, we got caught out both times. Um, and it was just because we wanted to press and we wanted to get that second goal. We wanted to shut the crowd down. We wanted to win. And I get it. I, I completely get it. But um, I just think that, you know, from the players, that, that that was a mistake. I feel like, you know, we still have to keep our defensive shape. Um, and that's something that we failed to do for that second and third goal, unfortunately. So, like I said, man, I, I really don't have too much to say. I feel like everyone was pretty much on their P's and Q's. I mean, everyone had a couple of mishaps. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it's, it's tough to go into Old Trafford and get a win. We've done it before, but, I mean, this is, a, like I said before, this is a different United team. They have better players. They have a much, 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 much better manager. Um, and this is a team that is, once again, on the up and up. They're coming up. They're in form now. They're on fire. Um, and they brought that momentum from the first um, – they brought that momentum for the first two matches, um, you know, into this match. And you know, they got the dub. They're they're at they're at three hog. They're at three hog for sure. For sure. Uh, y'all at three hog. Yeah, so, I, I was, yeah, I was gonna ask. I was actually gonna ask Alam that question. How we, how many hogs does he got? <laughs> they're at. But I'm gonna ask you this question. I'm gonna ask Alam this question as well. How confident? So United is coming off back to back wins for the first time in a while. 
So they also had a little bit of momentum. Obviously, you guys were 5-0 and to start the season. But how confident were you going into the match? Or were you, con- were you confident at all? Because I know last week you uh, had predictions and then Anthony came and you know he was starting. And um, To be honest, I mean, I was I was pretty confident going into the match. I knew it was going to be tough and I knew that this game could literally go either way. Um, I knew United could get a win because once again, this is a completely different United team. And I knew that we could get a win because I we've done it before. I know our team and I feel like we could have gotten a win. So I felt like it could have gone either way, but I was confident going into the match. I mean, I know my team is, like I said before, it's not like we played poorly. I, I don't I don't want to look at Arsenal and be like, oh, our team was terrible today. We, we didn't do this. We didn't look like we wanted to play. Like, no, we were in the match the entire time. It wasn't a second where we weren't in that match. This was great football all around. Like, there, there this was goal. not – yeah, soccer got his goal, but this was not bad football. Like, I don't want sure. – I don't want anyone to think that I thought that this was bad football or this was – this was just a bad game from us. Like, no, we played well. And I don't, I want everyone to know that. And I think our team should know that too. And I hope our Tata told them that like, we play well. We had our moments where we made mistakes and we, and we got, and it cost us. The, the times that we made our mistakes, they just took their chances and they, and they made sure that they, they uh, made us pay for our mistakes. So, you know, tough loss. Um, definitely have to take this one on the chin but it's a wake-up call I'm glad that we now you know kind of got knocked off this high horse all these Arsenal fans can relax talk about invincible seasons and I, I'm tired of hearing about all of it I'm yes, so glad yes, it's sir. over now yeah I'm not even no I'm not even yet yes sir just like Arsenal Twitter and I'm so like I'm so tired of oh since the invincible season this hasn't like bro stop talking about it like I'm glad that's done I'm I'm glad I'm glad that's done I'm glad that's over um is I didn't want to lose today, but I'm glad all that talk is done. And now we can really see who my team is. We failed our first big test of the season, unfortunately, but I don't think we failed it in a big way. We failed the test, but it wasn't, I, I don't look at it so much as like a bad failure. I think it's just a learning lesson of, you know, when we're in these hostile environments, how we have to adjust a little bit. And if we get that goal, I mean, when we got that goal, we still had 30 minutes. We had so much time. We didn't need to immediately press, 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 press. You know, we're still in old traffic. There's 60 plus thousand people the fans are rocking like you know we have to understand you know where we are and and you know the team that we are playing so I feel like we just misunderstood that assignment a little bit but I don't think it was a it was completely you know we failed the test but you know there there are also a lot of positive moments and a lot of positive um things that we can take from this match so um I I enjoyed our performance today it was unfortunate I'm I'm glad you talked about the uh, the test uh um so looking forward you know looking ahead you know next big test i don't know who you guys play the tottenham. next big team tottenham. you play tottenham what, what do you expect October different 1st. what do you expect different that you guys didn't do this game that you think you guys need to do at least in the next game i know Partey was out you know you had some one that's your main Paul guy in the middle. Play well to be honest yeah, i, I didn't yeah. think he played I, that at all i didn't say it in the group but i thought so, actually i, I might have said it but zombie for me he had a good game, you like, know. Yeah, like, like I, he won the ball back in the mid. He was, he yeah, didn't. I mean, I, the I get the third off, goal, just passing yeah. it off. You know, everybody makes mistakes, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it, they still had chances to stop it, even after yeah. that bad pass. They still had yeah. chances to stop it for sure. So, I think, I mean, the second goal was 
I think was just us just honestly just forgetting where we were. If you look back at it, they score within six minutes of us score equalizing. And it was us because we're just pressing and we wanted to get that second goal so desperately to, mm -hmm. to get on top that they caught us out. Like our entire back line was maybe two, three steps <laughs> from the halfway line. Like we can get in. It just didn't, we shouldn't, we're not defending like that. We haven't realized where we are. So, you know, that second goal was kind of a dagger in a sense, but I mean, the third goal was a dagger, but the second goal, it it brought yeah. United back mm -hmm. to life. And then, you know, bringing on three new players, um, going to a three back system, you know, it was new for us. Um, we haven't, I'm, I'm sure we've trained it maybe a little bit, but it's not something that we've used in the match, you know, and to go into Old Trafford and try it out. I mean, I get, I get the mentality, you know, try to get that, that second goal and that equalizing goal again. But, you know, once again, we're, we're caught out and we're just trying too, too much um, and stretching ourselves to, to try to equalize too quickly. So, um, but to answer your question, what do we need to do differently? Uh, I mean, our next, I feel like our next big test is Tottenham at home. Um, and to be honest, I don't think that we need to do too much differently. Uh, I think this match was a lot tougher because it was a way. Um, and this is a United team that is on the up and up. So um, I think that the, the the fact that it was at Old Trafford had a big impact on the oh, match. I agree. I, I, agree. Um, I think it had a huge impact. Um, so to be honest, like, I, I don't really think that we need to do too much differently. Um, I, like I said before, we played well. I don't think – I think we dominated the match more than United. United was just more clinical and – and uh, more crucial in those in the final third. I think we lacked in the final third. Um, we lacked the, you know, just the desire in the final third, the quality in the final third, and United just had it today. And their three chances that they had on goal, they were three for three. Simple as that, um, you know? So I, I really don't think that we need to change too much today. I think our players played well. Like Cornelius said, I think Lakonga played well. I think Odegaard played well. Jesus played well. Saka played well. Martinelli, like all of our players played well. I don't want to single out anyway because I think we had a great team performance. Just we just got caught out and we just can't afford to make those defensive mistakes and can't afford to not have our defensive shape against against top six teams. It's just that simple. It's literally just that simple. Um, and I think that's where we lack today. And that's that's ultimately why we lost. I don't want to put it on necessarily VAR. I mean, I think that goal would have helped us. But, you know, at the end of the day, they beat us, man. They beat us. So that was so, our first uh, time, you know, actually getting beat. You know, like the goals that they scored were goals that they deserved or the team deserved. You know, the other four goals mm -hmm. before these goals, they were, I mean, they were our mistakes. These these goals were, you know, United found a, found a pocket. They play their player in, they finish. They found a pocket here. They they got it right. So, I mean, this is the first the first you know, loss that we have. And, and now it's up to us um, to bounce back. It's, I don't think we should look at ourselves and look down on ourselves and be, you know, so, so negative, um, you know, and I, years past, I, I've seen Arsenal teams, you know, after a loss like this, you know, we go into a slump. I don't think there should be a slump after this. I think we should leave Old Trafford with our, held, our, our, our uh, heads held up high. Um, understanding our mistakes and, and it's a tough result, but also this is a learning lesson and understand that this is not the last time we're going to see them. We're going to see them again. And they caught us blacking at Old Trafford and then we're going to see them at the Emirates. So, you know, it's early in the season. Don't, don't get too down on yourself. We have matches. We have a match on Thursday, Europe in the first time in five years, and then we play again next weekend. So, 
you know it, we have no time to to sit there and, and sulk we 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 have no choice we have to understand our mistakes look at the film and then come monday or tuesday move on it's time to focus on um fk i forgot their name but it's time to focus on thursday and then saturday you have another match so I, I want to ask you about you. You guys finally got to see your new signing, uh, Fabio Vieira. Yeah. Um, I mean, how are you feeling about him? Yes, he didn't play a lot, but would you at least like to see him, you know, yeah. come on a lot more? Because yeah, we haven't think, seen him at all. Yeah, I think um, from what I from what I saw, uh, I think he'll be good for us. He looked a little bit rusty. Just like I'm, he just hasn't, he's been injured. He hasn't really been getting a whole bunch of minutes. So I think he looked a little bit rusty. But from what I saw, he looks like a, like a more of like an attacker, to be honest. Like he looks to shoot. He looks to, mm-hmm. um, you know, find those quick pockets of space. And he looks very, very active. So I'm excited to see what, what um, you know, what he provides for us. Uh, one one the the one thing I do like about him is that he likes to shoot. <laughs> and then my, I guess my one complaint about the game is like, or not one complaint, but you know, Odegaard in a couple in this match had a couple opportunities mm. to just shoot the ball. Yeah. Um and, and like too. I and, and yes, Saka, but I would say more more so Odegaard. There are a couple of chances yes, where it's just like you're in the box, shoot the ball, whether it's on your right or your left foot, shoot. You never know what's gonna happen. Deflection, anything. And you know, I've talked about this not this year, I talked about it last year, and I talked about it when we first got him on loan. I said, I like Odegaard, man. I think he's a great player. My problem with him, he has this Ozil complex. He likes to be too pretty and likes to pass too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in the box, shoot. I like you're trying to do back heels and and tricks in the shoot the ball, shoot. Like that's trying to be too pretty. And one thing that I've quickly kind of just noticed. I mean, we're down by two goals, but with Fabio Vieira is just he's shooting. Like he he just likes to shoot. He wants to he wants to score. Um, and I hope that, you know, he can kind of take that mentality and continue to do that because I think we need a player like that on the pitch, a midfielder like that, who's, who's not really, who's very willing and, and wants to score and wants to shoot, you know, inside and outside of the box. Um, so, so yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him get more minutes. I think he'll, he'll probably start, um, you know, this, uh, this Europa League match on Thursday. I think this will be more of our second team. So I think like Nketiah will start, you know, I think Fabio Vieira will start, probably Lacongo will start, you know, players like that. Tamiyasu, Tierney probably start. Um, but, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, um, the new player for sure. Yeah, I mean, just building off that, obviously, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, um, so, 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 so I'll ask you the same question, not to cut you off before you start, but how confident were you going to the game? 100% confident. 100% confident. 100% absolutely. I'm fucking confident. I um, hey, he's back, ladies I, and gents. No, 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 no. Yeah. Salam is back. No, 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 no. Listen, this, listen, this listen, is listen. the salam that's been listen, hiding listen, for listen, a while. Listen, I will. I, I, I agree 100% with what Gabriel said about um them being the better team. I think that they controlled the game. I think that they had, um, you know, there was a clear like pattern of play. Um, You could tell that, you know, you know, Arsenal looked good as a team. And sometimes in football, you know, it just comes down to, you know, putting the, the, the few chances that you get um, in the back of the net. And ultimately that's what happened today. Um, 
because I think that they created a lot more chances. They had a lot more of the ball than we did. Um, but, you know, I think that, you know, the the game went the way it did. Um, I Like, here, here's my thing. Let me start with the match. All banter aside, I think that it was a good win for us. I, I always believe that, um, you know, like when, when you play these teams, th- this Man United Arsenal game is going to look a lot different when we go see them in Emirates, whenever that is, you know, probably in the new year. Um, so, like, for me, the, the most important thing was getting the three points, I think. Um, and obviously, we achieved that. Um, there are a few things that I do still kind of question um, about us moving forward, but I do want to start with Ten Hag. I think that's the only place that where you can start. I think that um, he has shown that he is one of the top managers in England um, in his short amount of time there. Um, you know, people always talk about, you know, this transition um, that Klopp had you know, the, the struggle that Klopp had when he first came and the, the struggle that Pep had when he first came. And um, yes, they didn't, you know, right away, immediately didn't stamp their identity on the team. And you could even say that with Arteta for real. Um, but I think this United team, like Gabriel said, is different. Um, this isn't the same, the United team from last year. Um, we look, we just look up for these games. We look like that. We, you know, we want to compete. We want to fight for the badge. We want to fight for, one another um and that comes down to the manager um Anthony getting his debut goal obviously is huge um because I already know that you know the vultures were you know ready to swoop in and say you know he's not ready to play 100 million was too much you know I'm saying he's not quick he's not you know to play in the Premier League you need pace and power and you know he's not the quickest (laughs) and all this other nonsense but you know football um intelligence prevails once again and I um so, yeah, I mean, obviously it was huge that, you know, he got his debut goal. And I, I, I 100% feel like we're not even at, um, you know, like uh, many this hogs? is our strongest lineup. We're at three hog right now. Um, <laughs> Casemiro didn't play. Uh, Ronaldo came on as a bench. And I think that, you know, you can't really question Ten Hag benching Ronaldo anymore because you, get, you can't really question Ten Hag at all, um, regardless of what he does. Um I think obviously where we where we hurt um, Arsenal the most was on the counterattack, which once again, like Gabriel said, um, the space in behind is where Marcus Rashford eats. And that's the next person I really want to touch on, Marcus Rashford. Um, I think that, you know, he had a great game today. I think with two goals and an assist. Um, the first goal, I mean, Cornelius, you said it was great holdup play. I think he just received the ball, turned around, and played it to the open player. Um, but I think Marcus Rashford as a center forward is really ineffective. Um, and you saw that for the first 40 minutes of the game because he tried to just run at Gabriel. He tried to just run at Saliba, and that didn't work because they're just as quick as him. Um, and ultimately where you know we scored the goal was Arsenal had the possession of the ball. They're playing a high line. We won the ball. We counterattacked at home which to me is like, okay, there's going to be moments in the game where you do that, but, you know, for you to be at home and, you know, you're playing this pragmatic style is kind of concerning for me, but, you know, they haven't really picked up, you know, Ten Hag's philosophy and that's okay. But, um, you know, if Rashford has space in behind, he's going to hurt you. 
And, you know, he's shown that today. Um, and I think that he looked a lot better when he moved to the left and when Ronaldo came in and played central. But, um, yeah, man, shout out Rashford. He needed this game. And shout out to the team, man. I just – when you look at when you look at the team, there it's hard to single out, like, one person. Um, like, who was the man of the match? For me, it was Erickson. Thank you. Erickson. I think Erickson – I don't. I don't mean to cut you off, but but the but the the way that Erickson is able to break lines, he starts the attack for everything. The way he is able to, with one pass, he opens up an entire team, and every goal you saw, it just it makes me so mad because that's what that's the pass that I think we were lacking today. That one pass to just break Mm -hmm. the lines and open things up, we lacked it. We lacked it, and Erickson did it so many times where it was just one pass and then now Bruno all he has to do is look up and play because he Eric now Erickson has broken oh, the midfield all all three lines he breaks three lines with one pass it's yeah pissed I me mean, off man no and it's it's great that's why you know he plays um Ten Hag plays him so deep you know next to McTominay because you know McTominay obviously is not going to advance the ball so you need someone who's going to do that and you know Erickson provides that and ultimately I mean, it's not talked about enough, man, but that was a great deal, great, you know, deal of business right there. A free transfer. And he's coming, oh, yeah. walked into the team and has completely, you know, changed us in midfield. And speaking of McTominay, shout out McTominay, man. Like the past few games, I know I always give him a lot of shit, but the past few games, he's given us that, uh, what do they call it? The Englishman, they say uh, the steal. You know, the, 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 the steal in midfield. Um, but, you know, I think over... Over the course of the next few weeks, hopefully Casemiro comes in and partners Erickson. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just, like, you look at Malasia, once again, great performance. Um, I I actually think that he did a, I mean, him and Saka are, you know, going at it. I think that yeah. Saka definitely got the better of him a few times. But it's all, like, you know, learning. He's acclimating to the league, you know what I'm saying? his first start he had to go up against a lot and then a few games later now you got to go up against soccer but that's welcome to the premier league and he's doing it um yeah. martinez and uh before i get there before i get there shout out my man delo once again diego delo is he's a different player he's 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 you know i saw the text in the he's group definitely chat. more confident yeah i saw a text yeah. in the group chat saying something about how martinelli uh you know how diego delo couldn't hold martinelli but you know it is what it is um, and then when I get to the center backs, man, um, arguably one of the best center back pairings in the league. And so uh, stop Martin that. Is that and, no, 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 no. Uh, so I'll Rasa stop Barat. that. About when Maguire Come on, came man. Out. No, when, uh, <laughs> no, 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 I, I shout out Harry Maguire, man. He, it only took him 40 seconds to get booked. It only took him 40 <laughs> seconds to get booked, but I mean, he's shown once again, like why he can't really play, uh, you know, at this level, but the, the calmness that Martinez and Varane give us, um, is massive because listen, Gabriel Jesus is a top striker and he was a pest all game. And I felt like they, they did, you know, they, they, he gave them work. I don't even no, he, hear he, that. No, he he did. Gave them I'm not, work. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not right. saying, I'm not right. saying, I'm not saying that like, um, I'm not saying that like it was all one way. Um, yeah. he, he definitely didn't do shit though. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah, you're right, you're right. He gave just him work. Just because he didn't score doesn't mean he didn't. No, 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 no. Gabriel, you know me. It's not all about scoring. I think that th- there was a there was a lot of work that he put in in that game, specifically the first five minutes of the game. When you Even look at the Arsenal's first five goal. minutes, yeah, I mean he 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 was you know right I, I think that he uh 
he definitely set the tone for the team. And even before we started, when you looked at the team, the team huddle for Arsenal, who was talking? Jesus, Shaka, and Zinchenko. And you know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, that's another th- takeaway that I took away from Arsenal, like how good this guy Jesus really is. And I like how like the shackles have almost been taken off of him since his transfer to from city to arsenal now he's just like he's like this 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 he's 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 a he's a pest um but you know for as a united fan obviously the most important thing was the three points um i think this is great momentum for us and i believe that this hopefully is actually the start of our season now going forward um and 100 i feel confident now going forward for me it's about how do you manage thursday sundays um because i think the team that you saw today is our first team now how do we handle thursday because we can't you can't play you can't play your same guys in less than 48 hours i'm glad you said that i want to know how united fans feel about you know it's been three games Mm -hmm. ronaldo hasn't played well he hasn't started Mm -hmm. How do you feel? I mean, I want to know how United fans feel because he hasn't started three games. You guys have won all three games. Then where are you guys problem, at right now? What's the problem? Like, do you feel? Do you still feel he needs to start? No, I back the manager. So you're okay if, with Ronaldo he, not starting? I, 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 I back the manager. If he, if he just, if he says that this is what he wants to do, then this is what we're gonna do. Um, and if you're not with it, you're not with it. But listen. My thing is, my, but my thing is, I think Ronaldo eventually will start. I think it's just a matter of, I don't think that, I, I don't think, I don't, based off of this game, I think that I'm under the impression that he knew that Arsenal would have the majority of the ball and we needed that counterattacking threat in Rashford. That's why we played him down the middle. But I think against these teams that are just going to sit back against us, our front three is Anthony Sancho and uh, Ronaldo. If Martial comes back, Martial. But I, I don't think that it's Manchester United. It's not Manchester Ronaldo. So I, I don't think if this was, uh, you know, Edin Dzeko, no one would be talking about it. So like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I just, you know, don't, don't, don't question the boss, man. Keep him yeah. on the bench. Okay. Okay. I, I want to talking about Sancho. Um, mm-hmm. where do you do you see him starting consistently because? Well, not consistent. No, 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 not yeah. let me rephrase. Let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. I do. Do you see him starting against big teams? Because and this is and this is and this is why I say this. This is why I say this. Because mm-hmm. when I was going into this match, right? I looked at our both wings. I knew Anthony one would give Zinchenko smoke and we needed help. And we yeah. did give him help. I, and I knew that uh, I didn't even, to be honest, I didn't know how good Anthony was, but when I saw him on, I was like, no, he's quality. He's going to be fine. He, Anthony would be hundred percent fine. Mm-hmm. In the Premier League. Mm-hmm. I want to say that right now. Mm-hmm. I knew Anthony would give Zinchenko smoke. And I saw that for minute one. I knew Saka was going to give Malassia smoke. It was going to be a good battle, but it was, he was going to give him smoke. Mm-hmm. I knew Martinelli would give Delo smoke and he did, but Delo also held his own as well. Yeah. Now when we go to Sancho, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie going into this match. I did not feel like Sancho was ever going to be a threat attacking wise mm-hmm. and and for me i feel like sancho and sterling mm-hmm. have this complex of when they go against defenders who are bigger than them mm-hmm. and an arm pace 
they they cannot do anything. And I said the same thing about Sterling when he was at Man City, and I'll say it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. So, so looking like just looking forward, I know Sancho is a great player. Don't don't get it, don't get me wrong, but just moving forward because if you look at all the top six sides, I mean, you have Cancelo, you have Kyle Walker, you have uh, Reese James, um, you have I mean Trent. That's that's different, but you know you have uh, on the right side you have Emerson. You know these are all guys who are. We have Ben White. These are guys who are. 5'10 and above, big guys, mm-hmm. pacey, you know, and can are strive for strive with, with Sancho. Do you see him necessarily starting in these big games? Because when I look at your team now, I said, okay, now you have Anthony. Anthony has – he has a side. We, this is – Anthony has his spot reserved. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, you have Rashford. He's playing down the middle, mm-hmm. but you know that's not his best position. Now, Rashford is different because he's more powerful than Sancho. So I feel like Rashford should rather go on another side other than Sancho sometimes against these stronger defenders. So I'm just saying, like, do you see Sancho starting against these bigger teams moving forward and these bigger defenders? Absolutely. Um, because I don't I don't look at football as, a, you know, you have to be this tall to be. No, I'm not saying no, no, that. I, but... I, hear, I hear what you're saying. No, I hear what you're saying. And the, but but I'm saying that to say this: the Sterling complex and the and the and the and the Central complex. I get what you're saying, but they're two completely different players for me. And I say that because if you look at the game, one of the biggest problems that we had on before we made any subs <laughs> with our front three, Anthony, Rashford, and Sancho, one of the biggest problems that we had was that whenever the ball went up to the front three, there was no one holding the ball up. Right, mm-hmm. Sancho gives you that. Anthony gives you that. Rashford, to me, and I said this last year, in his best position right now on this team, and I know it's going to be hard because of the game that he had today. I think he's still the best coming off the bench, because, listen, against these better teams, it depends on what you against these top teams, right? You need to be able to hold the ball up. Because we're not going to be able to just play direct up and down, up and down, up and down for 90 minutes. It's impossible. At least when we go the ball up to Sancho, we can create combinations. Now we can we can buy time for Malasia to come and overlap. When Rashford gets the ball, everybody knows what he's going to do. I'm dropping my head. I will see you at the goal. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that Sancho does have his spot. And I think that it's going to be up for Sancho and Rashford to 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 fight for that left-hand spot. But who do you start? Sancho or Rashford? Sancho. Okay. Because, like, I, I think, like, because if we need that, you know, dynamic ability, okay, now we can bring on dude. Right now, okay. these teams okay. have to worry about Marcus Rashford with his pace. But I think Sancho, I think he's so quality, man. And I know that he really didn't score anything today, but he had a great game in midweek. He had a great game before that. And, and and you know, we don't have that that, that quality on the wing. Um you know, if, if Rashford is there and they're completely different players and obviously every game, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's different players for every game, different horses for different races, whatever. But um, I think Sancho should start. And I think that like when you have, especially if Ronaldo's down the middle, now you got two guys that can provide chances for this guy. That's a goal scoring machine. So yeah, absolutely. Sancho has to start. Um, And you know, it is what it is. And there's nothing wrong with coming off the bench. So, like, embrace your role. I agree. I think Sancho is just, like, one of those type players where he's just too dynamic. And, I mean, we 
we said it last year. We didn't think that Ole knew what he was doing. And then obviously with Ragnick, there was a whole bunch of transitions that were going on. So he didn't have the best first year, but you can see what Ten Hag is doing. And I'm glad, and I'm glad you, you said that Salam, that you, you, you back your manager, because I was going to ask, you know, now that you've seen, you know, five matches, six matches, mm-hmm. the first two, the first couple were rough, you know what I'm saying? And so there was a little bit of a transitional period, but you guys, you know, you're, you're stringing together wins. So one of the things you said was you don't think the players have totally caught on to Ten Hag's mentality or like oh, yeah. his style of play. What do you what do you think he's trying to incorporate though? I think I think from a mentality standpoint, that's um that's getting through to them a lot quicker than the actual style of play because sometimes you're asking players to do things that they're not capable of doing. One of the biggest reasons why we, yes, it's a team sport. One of the biggest reasons why we lost the first two games was because of Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire gets out of the team. Now, all of a sudden, everything changes. We can play further up the field, which means now we're not, we're not playing on our half. You watch the Arsenal game today. The majority of the game and especially of the first half was all on our side of the field. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think that the style of play is something that'll come when we get more quality players in that can fit the mold of, you know, what the manager wants to do. But from a mentality standpoint, I feel like these players are starting to get it because again, if you look at the team, look at our anchors, you know, look at Martinez, look at Varane, you know, look at Malasia, look at Erickson, you know what I'm saying? Those are our better players. Bruno today to me was completely just like, I, I don't know. I, 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 and you know, I'm going to keep quiet now, but I do have a theory <laughs> of what, what's going to happen. Um, I think when Casemiro comes in, Erickson should move up further up the field because sometimes to me, Bruno just seems as if. Hold on. So McTominay stays? No. I think we would go, <laughs> I think we would go Casemiro and Fred and play Erickson at the 10 because, I mean, Bruno just he turns the ball over too much for me. And I think Ten Hag does not like that. He wants to keep the ball. Bruno wants to play the Hollywood pass. And I think that that's that's it's not going to work. Maybe this season, but once again, you saw what, you know, Pep did to that Man City team, completely gutted them the year after. And I think the more that we spend time with Ten Hag, the more he gets his players in and then the more we get to play, you know, the brand of football that he wants to play. I feel that. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Um, I mean, do y'all want to touch on the midweek matches at all, or man, midweek matches? We got yeah, go yeah, Midweek yeah. matches were midweek matches, man. If you if you yeah, missed it, you missed it. Right. We we got a dub. I don't know, like <laughs> we got a dub too. Yeah, yeah, Arsenal got a dub, but Chelsea oh. didn't. We're still. So I guess Chelsea. now we can do the live reaction video. Now. But 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 <laughs> one one before we before we yeah. switch topics, one last thing I have to say about Arsenal is, I think this loss also contributes to the fact to us not buying a midfielder in the transfer window, bro. Mm. Like this loss. Oh my goodness. We, we need another midfielder. Uh, And I will stress that until January, we need another midfielder. We need an eight. We need a six. We need a six more now because Partey is gone. And Elneny is also gone. 
but we we just need another midfielder period another six slash eight we need one more oh my gosh we need we need an erickson erickson-esque another player from a deep lying midfielder who's a playmaker and who can just break lines we need someone like that and we haven't had anyone like that for so long we haven't had anyone like that since Cazorla, man seriously, yeah. seriously since santi Cazorla, we haven't had anyone like that bro no one that's the last I just wanted to say no one believed in us, but God did. <laughs> All, right, oh, Greg. All right, Jay. <laughs> man, um, I guess we got to talk midweek match because we lost. Yeah. And again, I'm just going to contribute this to the lack of Mount presence on the pitch who's Where supposed to be the golden boy for Chelsea, the lack of Kai Havertz on the pitch, who is supposed to be the Champions League winning goal scorer. He is. A lack. I know. that. That's what he's supposed to be. Well, no, but, he's supposed to be Zidane, according to Mike. No, no. I don't know who said that. <laughs> My, Mike said that. Mike I, said won't, that. I, won't, I won't point any elbows. <laughs> no, is Mike, is Mike right here for you guys? <laughs> no, yeah, he, he bought a right for me. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he right here. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but man, it's it's when, when you look at Chelsea's last, like when you look at our five matches, right? Mm. We beat Everton 1 0 to start off the season, and it was off a Jorginho penalty, which you know, the pen was there. Second match 2 2 against Tottenham, we drew on a last minute header off of corner got smacked by Leeds. we barely beat leicester lost to southampton and now we barely beat west ham and it's the the streakiness of our team is making me very very frustrated because i said this last year i believe we plateaued you know what i mean i i didn't think we had gotten any better especially after you know a champions league winning season you expect to grow on that for the next year you expect to say okay this is the year we fight for titles granted we were in two finals but we lost both of them so you kind of have to take that with a grain of salt so coming into this season you know i'm thinking okay we got a little we, we got we, we lost some we, we lost some people but at the same time we gained some people with experience we got sterling um you expect him to kind of take the take the reins on leading that front three and like Gabriel said there's some complex you know and right now our team doesn't have any identity which is the issue I talked about last week and now it's starting to show and luckily we were able to be West Ham but when you look at the Southampton match it's not that we got outplayed it's just that the big players went missing I'm looking at Mount. I'm looking at Havertz. Luckily, Havertz scored today or two, you know, last yesterday when we played. But our squad right now is not looking like a squad that could be top four. You know, I say that as a precursor since we're going to do our predictions. But when you look at Tottenham, when you look at Arsenal, when you look at some of these mid-table teams that, you know, used to be mid-table teams, you look at the top six. It's tough to look at us and say we can we can be top four. Because no one is scared to play Chelsea no more. You know what I'm saying? We're not those Champions League winners. We're just another team in the Prem. And when people come to Stamford Bridge, when we're away, it's not we, we don't have the same bravado we used to, which is the issue. 
So when we go into games, I no longer have the confidence because other teams are looking at us like we're just any other team. I know Mike will probably get into it a little bit, but you yeah, need man. your big you, you need your big players to step up. You know what I'm saying? And who's the if big they player? Don't step up. I, I got a question for you guys before. Yeah, yeah. Mid midweek, midweek. Uh, you, do you want to ask your question before? Yeah, I did. Ahead? I did. I just yeah. I just want before I forget. Um, we've continuously been talking about Mason Mount missing for a while, right? You know, and 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 Last until year. and until. Um, and it's not just him. It's not just him. He, there's a few guys, a few Englishmen who are able to just kind of get away with just being mediocre. But, you know, they play for England and, you know. Hey, shout out Chile be, be, before I. No, no, no. Before well, yeah, I, shout out Ben Chilwell. I think Ben Chilwell deserves a lot of credit for me. I think coming off an injury and still like, you know, you're, pretty, you're doing more yeah, than people who have been here healthy on. for how long now? Mason yeah. Mount to me, I think since his breakout season before the Euros has been completely invent like I don't know where he's been. To be yeah, honest with you, I still can't tell you. I still can't even. tell you. I still can't tell you. Maybe you guys can. I still can't tell you his best position or right. what he's yeah. what he's the best at. Mike will tell me he gives you energy and covers every blade of grass. <laughs> what does that do though? You know what I'm saying? In the Premier League, you need more than that. I'm with you. And bro. and and for me though, my question is. You know, like how, and it's not just him, but 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 I think with uh, as the Spider Man, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. You if you if you, <laughs> you want to be held up here where he's at, and it's not just him because I mean you guys know we talk a lot. You guys know how I feel about Rashford. I like Rashford a lot, but I think his performances were up there. Let's talk about Mason Mount. Because I, but I think that he should be our first candidate for fraud watch this season, <laughs> season two. Nope. Um, um, wow, Mason Mount. I I don't disagree with you saying that he's been subpar since you know the Euros. I'll, I'll admit that he's been subpar. I just think we're in a position right now as a club where there are certain players that need. They, they just need to be benched for a little bit. There's no, those players don't have any competition. They have no guys behind them. They feel like their position is just secure. One of them is Mason Mount. Mason Mount has become that one guy on our squad that it's almost like a guarantee start every game. And you could see a little bit after he came on in the second half uh, this past weekend that he was a little bit more, you know, up to it, you know, being a little bit more aggressive. Um, but he's he's been bad. Like, if we go back to midweek, midweek, we were just bad. Like, I don't know what it is. I personally think it's the fact that I feel like we have a lot of new guys. There are things we're trying to do different uh, in terms of, especially not having Kante too. I personally don't think Tuchel knows who to pair up in the middle. He ju He just doesn't know. You can tell because he's tried Gallagher and uh, what do you call it, Jorginho. He's tried uh, Loftus-Cheek and Jorginho. Like, he's tried so many different combinations. You can clearly tell he doesn't know, okay, who am I going to put in if Igola Conte is not here? And I think, I mean, well, you all agree. Hurt too. Like, he's been coming off. Yeah, and he just came back last game, midweek game. So I know you guys know what Conte is for us. 
He's yeah. pretty much he is, a, he is Chelsea. He's everything. <laughs> he's Kante Chelsea. is everything. <laughs> he is Chelsea. <laughs> so once you take Kante out of the equation, our style of play is just we just don't know what to do. He's a gift and a curse. Like literally, exactly. He's a gift and a curse for us. Once Kante is out of the equation, we don't have that midfielder that you can be like, okay, this guy can step in and do what Kante does. We were hoping that it was Gallagher. He he's just not ready yet. Hopefully, you know. He gets there at some point, but he's not that guy right now. And, I mean, we were able to secure Zachary at the end of the uh, transfer window. Hopefully, hopefully he can step up in that role and at least do something when Kante is out. But if we go back to Mason Mount and Kai, man, I, I, mean, I mean, Cornelius said it last week. If we're going to depend on Raheem Sterling to score all our goals, it's going to be a long fucking season. He scored in the midweek game, but nobody else scored. That was it. Like, if somebody else added something, at least we get a point out of that game. But nobody added anything. So that was it. You know? So I'm at a level, I'm at a point now where it's just like, Mount does not have to start every game. Mount needs competition in his position. Because right now, he doesn't have any competition. He just seems to be like the automatic guy. He's just in there. And look at Chilwell coming in this past weekend. He's competing with Kukurea. So why when he came in, he knew that I can't come in and do weak things. Like, I want to prove that, you know, I need to play. And I need to play very often. And he gave us what? A go and an assist? In positions where I feel like there are, you know, true honest competition, we see guys actually performing. Our defense has been in shambles. Mm, we don't point. know who's in the back line. Right now in the back line, it seems like we figured it out with the three that started this past weekend, mm. but they also need to get to know each other more. So I wasn't too worried about our back line this past weekend because I, 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 I was expecting mistakes. I'm like, this is new. Let them get to know each other. So I'm not too worried about our back line, but that midfield and our attack, bro, we have to figure it out. And with the midfield, I know it's the N'Golo Kante, you know, the N'Golo Kante issue. Right when he's out, everybody just acts like they don't know how to play because he does so much for us, covering, you know, winning ball back. When he's not in, we don't have that guy doing that. Kovacic is good at it, but not always. He also gives the ball away a lot. But to me, I think he's one of our best midfielders. And I want to see him more. I don't want to see Jorginho in the six anymore. Well, Jorginho almost cost us a goal. I don't know if you, you guys remember the Cornet hitting the post. Mm-hmm. Can't even yeah. get back. That was from Jorginho giving the ball away. We can't play Jorginho as a six. Like, everybody knows this. Everybody knows this. If you play Chelsea, if Jorginho has the ball, press Jorginho. Chances are you're going to get the ball from him. Everybody knows this. And then we play him as a six. Jorginho, we can't play Jorginho as a six. I mean, it's it's a given. So the I think we need to, one second. I need I feel like we need to fix our midfield and then fi- figure out the front three combination. Our attacking combination, I personally don't think it has to be Kai. Mason doesn't have to be up there. Brohad needs a chance. Give the guy a chance. That, like, just give you. the guy a chance. Literally, because, just give the guy a chance. Because Wait, Mike, I, before you go, go, go ahead, Gabriel. Go ahead, Gabriel. No, no go, ahead, go ahead. You have reformed. Go ahead. No, 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 I, I, I was gonna ask Mike a question, but go ahead. Oh. Uh-huh. No, I was, I was, I was gonna just 
just add a little bit of something because like your last point, I think uh, Rohan needs to start. I think yeah. um, he, he didn't sign a new deal for no reason. One. Six um, years, bro. Six years. A long-term deal. Let's put that yeah. at that. And then at two, um, I think that also Tuchel got it wrong with the formation. Uh, you guys went three five two, which is something that you guys really don't do very often. Um, and I feel like, one, I think you guys need a striker. A point striker, Thank a nine, you. a nine, not not you know two strike. You need a nine, one of them, um, and I think Broha is that guy, and I think you need to go back to your three four, two one. That's 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 what I think. Um, but then also I think like I said, Broha needs to start because every time that he's coming as a sub, I mean it's clear like immediate impact, immediate impact, and whenever he comes on, it's like you guys find a new sense of urgency and a new a new it's like a new calling it's like you guys just look completely different when the guy comes on um and it's not that you know i broha maybe not be a hundred percent ready yet but he adds a a, a different element to this man, team, man. team that this Get team needs that this team desperately needs um you guys need the hold up play you guys need a strong nine chelsea is built off of that um and i know you got a bummyang uh, who's who came in? You know he's gonna Thank you. after. Thank you know he's gonna get his he's gonna get his time, but at the same time, I mean I, I know Aubameyang. The guy he's not a hold up midfielder or a hold up striker. He's not a guy who's who's gonna go with you know he's he's not a guy who's gonna you know fight with Varane and fight with you know he's he's a guy who's to run in, in behind and, and cross cross and finish which you guys need you guys like to cross and finish and that's one thing that he will provide but you need a pest I, I, I feel like you need a pest and someone who can hold the ball up connect um someone strong strong like a strong nine and uh I think you guys are just lacking that right now and I think that you really need to give Broha a chance um, before he leaves and, and excels somewhere else. Um, because I. No, he just signed a new deal. He, he's with six. Just I know he signed a new deal does not mean he wants to stay. No, I get it. I get it. No, I get it. That's also the club locking up their their uh, investment and saying exactly. that. Yeah. Also, if you want to leave, you have to give us a price tag. Yeah, but, exactly. but just know, I mean. You guys, I, 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 you guys, 100% agree, man. And, and Mike also, and sorry, one more thing. Also, like your comment on just where there, where there, um, where there are comp, where there's competition for positions, those guys are performing. I, I, a hundred, I mean, a thousand percent agree with that. Cause I agree with that for my team as well right now. It was Zinchenko and Tierney, even when Tierney came on, Tierney looked like he was ready. Like he's like, nah, I'm not trying to lose my spot, you know. Like, so you know, these guys, it's it's the it's just like house. Why city is so good because they have. If you're not performing, oh good, huh? You yeah. have a world class guy who will come and take your spot. Um, and you know Chelsea is lacking that right now with with their team because some of their guys on paper, yes, they might be, you know someone who you look at and say, oh, this is a good player, but they're just not performing how they should. And, um, you know, where, where you guys who have competition, they are playing well. Uh, I truly do believe that. So, no, it's, I, I just want to say I agree with that comment. No, nah, I'm glad you said that, Gabriel, because um, it's crazy, man. Like, you can tell we've been doing this for a minute because we just telepathically, <laughs> like, we just transitioned so quickly. But but real quick, before we get into uh, our predictions for the, the Premier League, um, you guys just signed um, – Obama, Obama, what? 
I'm not allowed to use that. You're gonna have to come up with your own shit. But, uh, <laughs> but um, just real quick, uh, just from the both of you, Aubameyang, how many goals? Um, what are we talking? I said it in the group chat. I said 17 goals or competition. I expect oh. at least at least 12 goals in the prem. Well, Holland is making 50. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So seventeen, uh, 17 goes all comps. Uh, you know how has twelve in the prom. Five, right? Yeah, yeah, he has. He already has ten. Okay, Mike, give us yeah. five dollars, bro. Like I'm not <laughs> playing with you no everybody, more. You no, I'm, 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 I'm talking. I'm talking to you. Uh, thus far, a dollar for every game he plays. I'm talking to Pogba's Connect. You know, we're gonna make some shake. <laughs> we're gonna make some shake. Okay, so we but I'm, I'm saying uh, twelve games, twelve goals all uh, in the prem, and then. Five goals, you know, every other competition, making the 17 all comps. Okay. So Cornelius, what you got? Um, in the prem, I'll give him like like seven. I was gonna <laughs> say eight. I was gonna say eight or nine. I know Cornelius. Um I, I I wanna I wanna say he'll get to ten. He'll get double digits. I think he'll get to ten in the prem. And then a add another 10 with all the other competition competitions we have so i think he'll get somewhere close to 20 uh give me 18 give me 18 what all comps all comps yep so eight goals in the prem 18 all comps you you can do nine you you could do nine and nine but i i think he'll get somewhere from eight to ten in the prem okay and then mike said 12 goals in the prem 17 all comps right Mm -hmm. 17 all comps i think i think he'll beat up on the small teams I mean, we got Champions League starting on Tuesday, so it's like we're we're in competitions. You feel me? It's just where are the goals coming from? Seriously. Yeah. No, that's where are before we before we get into predictions though. I do wanna I do wanna just touch on some of the other teams that did play this week. Um, Tottenham, Tottenham once again. (laughs) Tottenham is performing at a high level. (laughs) Um, Serving the pack. They're they're doing exactly what you say. If you want to win the league. Beat the small teams, handle the they're doing exactly teams. that, man. It's annoying. So yeah, it's it's very, very annoying. Um, but Tottenham is once again uh beat Fulham. Mitrovic was another with Mitrovic with another goal, man, killing it. Man, uh, beautiful one too. Yeah, yeah, a, a banger, banger. Um, but you know, Tottenham once again getting the job done. Um yeah. Liverpool. Can you, anybody want to touch on Liverpool? Because man, yeah, real quick, actually, yeah, I just want to. I mean, this is, they're, they're not the same. This is not, the not the same. same. Liverpool, Any Liverpool that thinks they're the same team must be delusional. They just don't look the same. I don't. I don't know what Liverpool fans injuries. are seeing. They yeah, I injuries, mean, they do have injuries. But, they do have injuries. But at the same time, this team but even is, the guys though. I'm just Merseyside like, Derby, bro. You're not scoring a goal. Everton looks like they were more up for it. Everton, honestly. Not- can we, address, can we really address yeah. the elephant in the room, though? Go ahead. Can we really address the elephant in the room? <laughs> oh, Where, where's Mohamed Salah? Oh, okay. Where, yeah. where, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can talk about Virgil van Dijk. Uh, you know, you know playing me. defense like he's belly dancing. But come on, Mohamed Salah, man. Like, where, where, what are you doing? Where have you gone? You know what I'm saying? And, and like, again, it's great. Like, football moves quick. Football moves quick because we were talking about Ballon d'Or, and now all of a sudden it's like you, and most of it's not his fault, but I'm just like, 
He's been getting locked up. He's been getting locked up. I'm I'm glad you brought that up, man. I remember when they had Mane. And I feel like most Liverpool fans feel this way. They just think Salah is, is their best player. He's not. And we, we have this issue with Omar, too. He also believes that. That somehow, I always felt Salah gets his goals because of Mane. I've always felt that. I've a thousand percent always felt that Salah gets those open looks because usually Mane's on the other end making things happen. And most Liverpool fans don't see it that way. And it's fine. I mean, you know, I, you, I can't hold them. But I don't want to bring money into it because I do know, like Cornelius said, they have a lot of injuries. So let's put that into account that they do have some injuries. But Nunes, he doesn't look that bad. It's just not, you know, he's just not scoring like Haaland is. But I think he's going to be fine. He's he's just not scoring like, you know, Haaland is. But Salah, bro, we, we need to bring Salah on front street because they scored nine goals last weekend. He, he didn't even get one. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's that's like okay, like goal or assist. You no, know, that's yeah. that's, but that's okay though. As long as the team wins, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. okay, like whatever. My problem is, and I said this in the group, and Omar, I know he doesn't like this. Omar's our friend who loves Liverpool, so my thing is, you had a choice in between Mane and Salah. You picked Salah. You had a choice in between Genie Wijnaldum and yep. and Jordan Henderson. And you picked mm-hmm. Jordan Henderson. Henderson. You know what I'm saying? You looked at both players and you evaluated that this player is probably better than this player. And yeah, they talk about, oh, like Jeannie was asking for so much money. Two opportunities you have, and this is this is and this is what sucks about when you assemble a team like Liverpool, mm-hmm. right? Because when they brought all these guys in for cheap, when their contracts start to run out, now you have to start making decisions about mm-hmm. who's gonna come or who's gonna stay. And a five-year plan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, if you had a clear five-year plan, five-year plan. That, you know what I'm saying? That these contracts are running out. And I personally think that Liverpool got two big contract um decisions wrong. And I'm not saying that like, I agree with you a you thousand percent. I'm not saying that you should have picked this person over this person, but you probably should have in my name and Salah's case, you probably should have kept both. Probably should have just gave both of them what they wanted. And mm-hmm. when it came to Henderson. Henderson is the one that I'm just like, clearly Genie is better than him. Uh, I, yeah. I don't. And Henderson, to me, his. Henderson is always injured, too, though. No, he's why, awful. Why don't you, Henderson, why don't you keep Jorginho? Uh, Ronaldo. GG, yeah. What's that? I said Jorginho. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, but, but, but my thing is, is, like, you can have both. They, mm-hmm. they, they said that we're just going to give you that money and we're just going to give it to him. And I think that, that that was wrong. But here they are paying for it. And now you just signed an injury-prone Artur. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. He's the same as Tiago. They look, mm-hmm. I, bro. I'm yeah. sure their 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 warm up videos are about to go crazy. I already yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But the like, moves. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. While you're rehabbing and you're playing, you know, soccer tennis, the table tennis, whatever that they got over there. Like, I don't know, man. I think it's it's easy to praise a team when they're doing well, but you yeah. have to ask yourself, why are we in this position? And it's yeah, because of the their decisions. Yeah, I'm agree with you, brother. I agree with you, brother. They did get those decisions wrong, but the thing is they won't admit it. Um, I would like to add one. Most people disagree with me. I think Firmino, I think they should have sold him high. At this point, I don't know who's going to buy Firmino more than $35 million. I felt like they had a chance to at least 
get him off the books for a cool 45 50 million and then they could have yeah. and then they could have used that money to fund some wages exactly. for Salah and Mane. Exactly. but hey you know five year plan yeah, and then <laughs> and then one more one more thing so we, we do have to talk about this I'm after this weekend I'm sorry but we have to talk about this for at least 5 minutes mm-hmm. VAR Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A R. We have to talk about it because if I speak, it it, it, <laughs> it wasn't it, it wasn't just today. Well, no, yeah. it was full. It was in full effect today, just like it was all weekend. And mm-hmm. I just want to say it wasn't just my match because personally, I think it was it was misused in my match. Game. Every match, but it but it it was very very bad this weekend, like very very bad. Um, and I wanna I wanna talk Bye. about. Week yeah. five, and I and We've I want to talk about bringing it up every week, and I want to talk about Chelsea and West Ham because I feel like West Ham was sorely robbed this weekend, sorely mm-hmm. robbed this weekend. Absolutely. Um, if if you don't know what we're talking about, please go watch the highlights. Uh, it was um, what was it? Bowen uh went over Mendy, his mm-hmm. his left leg connected with Mendy on the way out. The um, while he's trying to step over him. And, uh, you know, Mendy said he was injured. They scored off of that. And then they called it back for a foul. Um, well, how do y'all, how do y'all feel about that? I mean, honestly, superstar calls. So, so I said this week two after Tottenham scored off of a Cucurella hair pull that was looked at and not called anything and then they got a redo on the corner and they scored and i said i'm upset but this will happen again and it'll happen in our favor within the next couple of weeks because i knew it was going to happen bro because i don't like talking about it so i'm glad gabriel brought it up this time but one the refs have become way more trash because Mm -hmm. they don't have to be held accountable even when they make a bad call, they can come back a week later and say, oh, you know what? We made a bad call. We actually should have called the foul there. And it doesn't matter because it's all in hindsight. And if you were going to do that and get better, then sure, maybe the fans would actually care a little bit. But this is going to happen week after week after week after week after week. bro. It's kind of just part of the game now. And it's frustrating because not only as fans do we not know what the calls are anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no consistency on anything. You were literally nothing, bro. Thank you. Something that's called a handball today, tomorrow is not a handball. We're not exactly. So something that's called a foul today, tomorrow is not a foul, bro. So it's like we going into every match hoping that you know the calls are just in your favor. Like that's that's literally where we at at this point, bro. So as a fan of just the game, I'm upset. You know, luckily we were on the better end of the call this time, but it's gonna keep happening. It's literally going to keep happening. That's how I feel about it. That, that's exactly what I told Salam before we started. I'm like, if I was a West Ham fan, I'm living. But because we just dealt with, you know, the same similar situation two weeks ago, I just don't care. I'm like, I'm just glad it's in our favor. Even though I know it was a soft call. Like, I don't think it's a foul that you have to bring a goal back for. It, it's, it's not really a foul, honestly. Because yeah. Mendy was able to save it and spilled it, and then they scored off of that. So I don't know if that is really a foul. I mean, we had the uh, Virgil. Virgil. That's a red. I'm Dude, sorry. That's a red. What's his name? Shaka got sent off a city. The same thing. Last the same year, thing. Last literally year. the same thing. 
He got sent off. I feel like Virgil's was worse. <laughs> Thank you. Virgil's Shaka was has, a, Shaka, Shaka barely touched him. Though. Barely touched Cancelo. And he was sent off. And then in the same game. Uh, I, mean, same game. Virgil, Virgil, I mean, Virgil full out like. From Shin. Shin to. Game. The Brighton game. Hey, offsides on. Uh, wait, wait. Before we get to Brighton, offsides yeah. on Coutinho. Mm-hmm. We talk about the refs. Uh, Coutinho's no, when the refs are, are are told if it's close, let play go on. Do not mm-hmm. raise your flag. Let play go on. Coutinho one was onside, and it, two it was close. Mm-hmm. It was Why is the ref raising his flag? It was a banger and, too. And then Coutinho, I mean, Ederson probably would have saved it. He, he let it go because, you know, the ref ended up raising his flag. But once again, you never know. Coutinho had a great shot on goal. Either he makes a save, a corner, and then you never know what happens from that. So it's like, come on. And then we go to Dave Brighton. But I mean, that McAllister, one. McAllister scored one of the, I think, probably one of the best one of the best goals that have season counted. so far. Yeah. Um, because that strike, I mean, if <laughs> That's like literally a perfect. a perfect hit. It, yeah. it's, it, you don't want it any better. A ball that's bouncing to you, just you sweep, you hit the it, and then and it goes top bins. I mean, no one was gonna save that. No one in their right mind could have ever saved that goal. Mm-hmm. And to call what was it? Offsides? Offsides on a whiffed attempt at a bicycle kick, and they still call it offside. I'm like, I mean, come uh, on, man. They, I think, I, I, I truly think that. I really don't even know what could help it. it. It just needs to be reevaluated, or needs to just be stripped from the game. I, I think or we'll only use they have to be held accountable. Bro. It's and it's they, crazy they just, because you just have to be held accountable because they're just getting away with it. Like yeah. there, there has to be like a, fines. Like, Mike, or, I don't know. What I'm saying, bro, is no account. Literally after the Cucurella thing, then I think it was two days later. Two days, yeah. They came out and said we. We were wrong. Yeah. And it's like, like bro, what is that doing for me today? It's just making me more upset now that I'm at my work desk and reading. Just like the NBA. We messed up. Like, Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'd rather you just not say anything. Just yeah. don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Or use that, find the ref, and then get better. Make yeah. make sure that if he makes a call that you have to apologize or come back and say we made it. The- there has to be some sort of, you know yeah, what I'm saying, reprimand. Right. There needs to be a fine. Because like, be, otherwise, refs are just going to keep doing these whatever madness but it's only and then they're gonna come back and be like oh, sorry haha see you guys next week when i'm doing city versus tottenham because i'm mike dean and i get to do <laughs> yeah, all the big games whatever. yeah yeah you know what i'm saying or or any of these shit refs it's, it's kind of just frustrating at this point mm-hmm. i don't know i, I mean I, I don't know it almost puts them at a disadvantage of the refs because now it's like now you know the people in the stands are second guessing you now everyone, now like you're putting unneeded pressure on the ref. I mean, that's your job as a ref. Mm, you, have job, to, you know, you have mm-hmm. to do it. But it's just like you're right though. Like with the inconsistencies of the, of the decisions, like like you said, Mike, it shouldn't have to be like, a, oh well, Cucurella's hair got pulled last week, so yeah, you care about what? Like it shouldn't shouldn't have to come to that. And it's, like, and, it, and it's not just. And, and I feel like to be honest, is I mean, we all watch a lot of football across a lot of different leagues. And it's only, and it's only, I feel like in England where it's this bad because I go to Bundesliga and in Bundesliga, they use VAR correctly. Like I, I watch so many Bundesliga games because they're a lot midweek and they're, you know, two o'clock. Sometimes they're the first games to be played Mm -hmm. um, midweek. So that's how I start my week. And, and I don't see VAR misused. It's used Mm -hmm. correctly. It's very consistent. 
So then when it comes to English football, I, I really sit here and just and just look like how can how, do you guys not watch film with yourselves? I feel like they need to go yeah. back and, and look yeah. over, you know, previous. I feel like there needs to be, you know, um, what's it called? Oh, no, they uh, watch film because they'll come back. Yeah, and watch say, film. Oh, and and then there needs to be like precedent on certain calls. I feel like there needs to be precedent. Like, no, we mm-hmm. called this last week. We're going to call mm-hmm. this this week yeah. because it's one a foul could happen this week uh, like we said a foul could happen this week where it's a red card the same foul could happen literally not two three hours later in the next match and, it, and it's it's a no call or it's a yellow or it's whatever so it's there needs to be some type of consistency because when when we say clear and obvious error clear and obvious error just depends on the ref and depends on week to week if this, yeah. it, it, there's no consistency on the clear and obvious. There's no consistency on the fouls being called. There's not even consistency on handballs. Yeah. Just the other week, there's a there's a handball where a guy brought it. He had his arm tucked like this off a corner, and then, off a corner, and then, and then he came his, out. He had, arm, he had his arms behind. <laughs> oh, his oh, you're, back. oh, you're talking about that one? He had his yeah, arms tucked yeah. behind his back, and then he pulled it out. It hit his hand, and then th- they didn't call PK. They said no. He's but your arms stuff. are tucked behind mm-hmm. back here. So yeah. then how do you release it? It, it comes yeah. off, it hits your hand. Yeah. And and it's still a natural position. I McTominay's McTominay's last weekend. Another one. You're just like it's, it's just it's way too inconsistent. Man. And, and 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 the worst part about it is that I, I believe one of the pundits said it. Um, I think it might have been Alan Shearer. These players put in so much time and effort week in and week out to go put on a performance and they're punished by VAR and and it's mm. and it's not like they're getting it right they're getting it wrong they're getting punished wrongfully for 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 just so so many bad things and it's yeah, it's man. not right man because I personally I've, I don't feel like West Ham should have left that game without a point with, with a um with mm-hmm. zero points I don't think so I don't think Brighton should have gotten that goal called back I think mm-hmm. Coutinho should have had an opportunity to have a shot on goal and to see how that plays out you know what I mean I think VAR should have gone back and looked at Virgil's foul. How can mm-hmm. how can VAR go and look at a foul and be like, ah, no, it's okay. Nah, yeah, we, we're would love good. to hear like what they're saying. You got a fourth what a, what, official that's up top looking at everything in slow mo. No, it's you have five ref, now. Telling, have five. telling the ref, mm-hmm. come back, come back. Let's relook at this, and then we still make the wrong call. Oh. It makes no. He, he sense. doesn't. He doesn't even go to the screen with Virgil's. He he doesn't even go to the screen. He doesn't. Yeah, sometimes they don't know. It's just like, how do you even know you're not missing something? Like, how do you know? And that's why I don't know. I don't know if there's just if there's money there. I don't know if it's ten. I don't know what it is, but but there has to be some (laughs) type of consistency. Yeah, seriously, there has to be some (laughs) type of consistency, man. Jeez, but but yeah, man. man. Y'all ready for these predictions, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do something a little bit more light. (laughs) I know you. You know, it's it's a little late. End on a light note. Yeah, I'll, I'll, let me start off. I'll start off. <laughs> I'll start off uh, with my 10. I'm going to start from 10, and I'm going to work my way up to one. I'm just going to say my teams, and then we can talk about it afterwards because I know we'll have stuff to talk about. <laughs> so at 10, I have Brentford. Uh, shout out Ivan Tony, by the way. Yes, my, yeah, my guy. Too. I just want to let everybody know that's been my guy for years now. Oh, my G. Shout oh, out man. Ivan Tony. And Brentford at 10. At 9, I have Crystal Palace. Mm. Eight. At 8, surprisingly, I have West Ham. 
At seven, <laughs> I have Newcastle. Wow. Okay. At six, I got Spursy. Tottenham. At five, I have Arsenal. Hmm. At four. Chelsea. <laughs> I know I it's coming. You say Chelsea? <laughs> yeah. At four, I have Liverpool. Oh, okay, okay. At three, I, at three, I have Chelsea. At two, I have Manchester. <laughs> Come United. on. Just, just, just say your boys. And I have Man City winning the league. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the like there's really for me, I know that I saw you guys' reaction on the West Ham. I think that West Ham have a much better team than than they've shown this year. Um, for whatever reason, they haven't started off really well. But I think that over the course of the season, I mean, this is like what where are we at? Me, what seven games in? Or no, six games six, in? Yep. Yeah, six games in. I think it's a long season. I think that they'll turn it around. They have much more quality than some of these other teams. Um, when you get to six, I think Spurs, I think Champions League and the league is going to be tough for them. At some point, like I said last year with West Ham, they're going to have to pick. Um, Arsenal being at five is, I mean, I think Arsenal has a really good team. It's really not, for me, the, the four and fifth spot could interchange. I, I could see Arsenal being fourth. I could see Liverpool being fifth, but um, for me, it's just more about the teams that are in first, second, and third place. I think that those are the strongest teams right now um, in the Premier League over the course of the season. Um, hopefully that will, that'll show because I think um, I think Chelsea will get it together, and um, yeah. I think hopefully this resurgence of United will continue. But I still think City's head and shoulders above everybody. Right. All right, all right. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do the same thing as Salam. I'm gonna start with my ten. Just do a little synopsis, and then uh, we can we can talk about it once everybody's done. But at ten, I got Leeds. I have Newcastle at nine. Crystal oh. Palace at eight. With the uh, Conference League, ain't that what it's called? Yep. Conference yeah. League? Mm-hmm. I got Brighton at seven. Oh, wow. Currently, I have Chelsea at six. Woo! Spurs at five. Okay. Are we in that bitch? Okay. Arsenal at four. Oh, damn. I put Liverpool at three. Well, well, well. <laughs> United at two. And then <laughs> City uh, winning the league once again. Mm-hmm. Um. You got to touch on Chelsea. Chelsea at six. <laughs> Dude, so I don't, I don't see us better than any of the teams ahead of us. Seriously. Um, Spurs was a good, it was a good match to see where we were. Um, luckily we had Conte. He's hurt now though. You know what I'm saying? So Chelsea is just not. And I mean, last year we were able to finesse it a little bit. But I think the league is way stronger now. You look at Arsenal, you look at what they were able to do through the first five matches. They're beating the smaller teams. We got smacked by Leeds. We got beat by Southampton. We're not beating the small teams. So even for us to break that top four right now is going to be tough. You know what I'm saying? When I look at Spurs, Gabriel said it earlier, they're stringing together wins. 
So it, it's hard to see Chelsea being better than any of those teams. United, like I was talking about earlier, I think Ten Hag has them. Like Salam said, the mentality is there. You know what I mean? Ever every time they get a tackle, they're 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 hand they're hand fiving each other. They're hitting each other on the chest. They're saying, "Yeah, the team has camaraderie now." So even when they were with Ole, you know what I'm saying? They were somehow getting second place, even when we said the teams weren't that good. So right now, I see United in a y'all in a good space. I really think y'all in a good space. Liverpool, um, I still think they'll figure it out. I mean, it's Klopp. As at the end of the day, they have quality on their squad. They're going to be able to win games. I mean, we've seen Liverpool start off very, very rough and then go on a 13 win, you know, unbeaten streak. So them and City, they can they can catch fire at any time. I do think Salah's going to figure it out. I don't know what why he's tripping right now though. Like he 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 needs to figure it out if they want to be top four. But I think Poole will figure it out. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, Chelsea has to show me something. Because as a fan, I don't think we're good. I really don't. We have a lot of pretenders and players that are supposed to be reaching that next level or getting to the next, you know, hitting that next gear. And I don't see it yet. So that's that, that's my top 10 right now. Okay. Mike, you want to go? Or you want me to yeah, go? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Okay. <clears throat> At 10, I have Crystal Palace. Um, I think they're finally going to break that top 10. At nine, I have Newcastle. I think they're playing out of their minds right now. Wait, just, go to um, just go to the teams first. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Nine, uh, Newcastle. At eight, I have Brentford. Um, at seven, I have Brighton. Mm-hmm. Uh, at six, I have Liverpool. Mm. Uh, at five, I have Manchester United. Uh, at four, I have Tottenham. At three, I have Arsenal. At two, I have Man City, and then at one, I have Chelsea. <laughs> what is this guy? Um, Crystal Palace at ten. I think they're going to finally break into the uh, top ten. I don't uh, take Newcastle, that Newcastle at nine. This is worse. Than um, Everton. I I think uh, Newcastle. Are playing really good ball right now. I think um, they will keep it up. Um, oh, but I, mm-hmm. bro, what what that? I, what? I I I I love and respect your input on this. <laughs> but can we just skip? What said all that? And you're over here telling me Newcastle. <laughs> can I can I hear your perspective on why Chelsea will win the league? Oh yeah, I, I think I think, I think the league. I think the league is still very close. Um, I do think as we figure out our lineup, our, we figure out our personal. I think we're gonna be fine. Oh. It's just as of right now, we just don't like Cornelius said earlier. We don't have an identity. And that is mainly because we haven't had a a set group of guys that we, okay, you're playing here, you're playing there. I feel like our midfield still haven't been figured out. Our attack still haven't been figured out. Uh, City has theirs figured out. Uh, Arsenal has theirs figured out. Tottenham has theirs figured out. When we figure out, these teams are going to have to figure out how to play us. Right now, everybody knows how to, you know, it's easy to play us. But I feel like we figured it out. That's where it's going to get difficult for teams to figure us out. 
Mm. So I think I'm very confident in who we have. I think we have a very good team. We just haven't, it's not put together yet. If you guys remember clearly, Tottenham and uh, what do you call it? City and Liverpool. Last season, they didn't start off very well, but eventually they cut up. You are um, not them. You are I mean, not I mean, we, I mean, it's the predictions. I respected everybody's predictions. <clears throat> um, City, at, City at two, I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's going to be close. Arsenal at three, I think Arsenal is pretty legit. Um, they just have it. They're playing very good football, and I don't think they're going to be losing a lot of games. They're just not going to be losing. I don't. I don't see them losing a lot of games. Hmm. Town number four. I. I still think town number will make top four, just like Arsenal. I think they're playing good football. They're not going to be figured out. You said that with the Champions League stuff. I mean, they're going to be fine through group stages. If you get to knockout, you either got to win one. You either got to win or you're out. And eventually, they're going to be out pretty quick, so they won't have to worry about Champions League. Manchester United are five. I think you guys are still good, but I don't think you're better than the teams I ha- I've, put, I've put ahead of you. The only team I think you guys will, are better than as of right now or will be is Liverpool. I don't think you're going to be better than Tottenham, Arsenal, Man City, or Chelsea. That's just what it is. Um, who did I have? Uh, yeah, that's my top five. Yeah, I gave you my top five. Okay. Okay. So Chelsea one, City two, Arsenal three, Tottenham four, United five, Liverpool six. If only we got Cucurella. Yeah, man. <laughs> right. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I'll do the same. Uh, actually, like, I'm kind of stuck up about this ten and nine spot. But ten, I'm gonna go West Ham. Um, nine, I'm gonna go Crystal Palace. Eight, I'm gonna go Brighton. <clears throat> Seven, I'm going to go Newcastle. Six, I'm going to go Chelsea. Wow. Five, I'm going to go Liverpool. Oh, yeah, we in that bitch. Four, I'm going to, I'm going to go Spurs. Oh. Three, I'm going to go United. Mm. Two, I'm going to go Arsenal. One, I'm going to go City. Um, I, uh, <laughs> starting at 10, I for, honestly forgot about West Ham. They're out of my top 10 at first. Um. I don't know if that team's going to figure it out, but out of respect, I'm just going to put them at 10. Um, Palace, I think, is, is a team on the up and up, a young, young, young core. Um, and I think with Vieira, they'll be good. Um, Brighton, Brighton's been performing. I know Brighton always starts the season hot, but Brighton has, yeah. is, is a team to be messed with. Like yeah. they are, they are legit. Graham Potter has them firing. Um, I, I'm respecting them a lot, a lot more. I like watching them play, honestly. Pascal Gross, I like him a lot. Yeah. Trussard, I like him a lot, too. I mean, they have players, bro. Some guys. They really have players. Brighton Munich, Brighton Munich, as we like to call them. Um, Newcastle, because this Newcastle team is is revamped. There's money into yeah. the squad. This team is serious. Um, I think, you know, give them a little bit of time. Maybe not this year, but next year. They're going to be a team really, really to be reckoned with. Um, and it's always hard to play at Newcastle, you know. It's always hard to play at Newcastle. So, um, six, Chelsea, I just – I'm not sold on that team. I, If you guys don't have Conte, you guys are very, very, very touchable, um, very, very beatable. I'm not going to say it's the easiest thing. I think you guys' defense is still top tier, but you have no one to really score, um, and I think that's lacking. 
uh, even with Aubameyang and Broha, I think, I don't know, I still have a lot of faith in that team. Liverpool, this Liverpool team is different. Um, I think, like we said, with Artur and Thiago um, always being injury prone, Henderson also injury prone. Kieta also. You, you had Liverpool at five. Yep. Okay. Um, they're all injury prone. This midfield is not the same. I know they have young guys. Harvey Elliott's playing well, but they'll figure it out. But I don't, I don't see them. I don't right now at least. They're not. Trent, Trent also, you know, just getting beat. That right side is completely open. Virgil not looking like the Virgil that we're used to seeing right now. So I don't have a lot of faith in that team. For Tottenham, yeah, I think they'll still be good. I think Tottenham's firing right now. Um, I just don't think that they will be better than United. Um, I think this United team is a little bit deeper. Or not deeper, but I just think they have a little bit more experience and they've the players that they have right now are just, I think, a little bit better. Um, so that's why I have United at three. Um, I put Arsenal at two. I think Arsenal and United could switch, to be honest. Um, I think United could be that two. Arsenal could be the three. Um, I just put Arsenal at um, two right now because I think that we're firing. I don't think that we will be losing or, you know, dropping points to a lot of the smaller teams that we usually drop points to this year. Um, and with the start that we've had, I, I wanted to put them up there. Um but I think, you know, we could be two or three this year. Uh, and City, I mean, 10 and six, man, that's all I have to say. It's it's going to be extremely hard to beat someone who's scoring 10 goals in six matches, two hat tricks back to back. I really, I don't, it, that's an upset. So I think City will win the league again, but that's my top 10. I like, uh, I like the fact we all, um, we all are, are giving shouts to to Palace and Newcastle and Brighton. I think, you know, at least through the first, you know, five games, six games, matches, they've shown, like, these are teams that are actually here to stay. Um, we don't necessarily have to do who we think is going to get relegated right now. We, we can keep that for me. <laughs> well, I know for sure. I have some candidates. Bournemouth is gone, You can send Bournemouth back. now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. We're going back. Send up, send, give us Norwich back or something, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Burnley, man. Seriously. We need some guaranteed wins, man. But, but, I, but I also want to say, also want to say, hey, shout out Fulham, man. Yeah. Fulham looks good. Yeah. Fulham actually looks serious. Shout out Nottingham Forest. They're, I mean, they up here. They're, you know, they're doing. Yeah, bro. Uh, uh, they came back from two 0 One three two. Thing. Like they, like they're, they're out here fighting. You know, what I'm saying? they signed twenty players too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they signed twenty. Yo, players their wage bill is crazy, bro. Because <laughs> they're about to get sent right back down. So I don't know why they did. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I, I think that that team is not no. Look at who they – yeah, you can sign all these players, but look at – there's a few players that I'm like, okay, that's a quality signing, but I think that they're going to get relegated. I yeah. mean, look, they've conceded almost – They were up 2-0 too, yeah. Yeah, they've conceded how many goals? You know what I'm you saying? Jesse Lingard like, going uh, – No, it was, it was the biggest game of the year. Where was he? Uh, and, uh, when they needed to play. Exactly. Right. They needed it. I just – that team is full of vibes, man. And I think, I mean, bro, shout out Dean Henderson. But, like, you know, I, that team. As long know. as he's wearing that hat, they they might go back down. Yeah. No, he, they, need a, they need a, something they need a front sponsor. That's what they need. <laughs> they need a front yeah. sponsor, bro. No lie. I'm not even Too trying to light. talk trash. Mm-hmm. But they need, a, they need a front sponsor. 
No, they could have probably, um, probably bought more players. Yeah, <laughs> shout out, shout out Brighton. I think we all had them right around like seven or eight. Yeah. Um, I think I think what they're doing is good. And and shout out Vieira. I think he's got Palace, like Gabriel said, a good young team. A lot of Africans. A lot of Africans. So, you know, always back on my man there. Cause he, you know, he's making the he's making the prem just a little bit more colorful. You feel me? But um I mean, again, we, we can go on our game predictions, but I just want to say, Chelsea, man, they got to show me something. I, I, I feel you. I feel you. Mike, I, like, <laughs> I love I love the confidence, but I think you're a little delusional. Right? <laughs> it's okay. yeah, I think you're a tad bit delusional right it's now. Okay. That's, I, that's, I that, think that's, that's, that's it's definitely coming from a place. Everton. <laughs> it's coming from a place of uh, knowing the personnel that we got now is just about, you know, putting them in the right position and getting the results. I, I think we have a pretty good team. We just don't have uh, our shit together right now. Mm-hmm. But if we do, when we do, you see. Like, I keep, I mean, I keep joking about it. The league is not ready for us. We'll mm-hmm. catch We'll catch some of these guys too late. Like, damn, we're having the Chelsea. Yeah, man. Just wait. Just wait. All right. So, midweek, we play on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> Champions League is back. Yeah. Uh, I believe we play. Hold on, let me look it up. We are away. We're playing Dynamo Zagreb at twelve forty-five. Uh, I love those games. Trap game. It, it's a trap game for sure. I don't know who we're gonna play. That's the thing. We we have a whole bunch of players that didn't leave this transfer window. You know, it's officially over. So Brohas starts. You know, so yeah. Good. So I, I would love to see a Brohas start. I, w- I want to see I want to see Ziyech. I want to see Pulisic. I want to see these players that don't start in the league because I mean honestly it's it's World Cup year. I need Puli to get more touches. You feel me? Like Man, at the end of the day, I had so much to say about Pulisic, but yeah, this, we, this yeah, we, we can keep we can keep next 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 episode next episode yeah next episode. I, I want him to I'll, play. I'll give him first. another game. <laughs> yeah, we got to see him play a match first because you know yeah. the, the the what he did over the weekend and I didn't talk about this because we didn't really talk about the Southampton match too too much but I'm glad Tucho said it he called our players soft and I've been trying to say that every single weekend we are soft and until something tightens up we're gonna be six bro we're a sixth place team right now and that's and that's being nice that's just because these other teams I don't think they have the quality but real talk Brighton Brighton knocking on our door Leeds gave us three. So it's like these teams aren't soft, bro. And they're walking into Stanford Bridge or they're taking us into their home and saying, we don't want to see you here again. And it's, it's annoying. But, but yeah. Um, and then over the weekend, we see Fulham away at 730. Trap right now. That, that, that yeah, is a, a trap, trap game. Yo, that game a is trap. a trap game. <laughs> if I wake what? up at 7 30 Eastern Standard Time here in Cleveland, Ohio, and we lose to Fulham, I'm fighting. Y'all not gonna want to see me on that following. I'm telling you right now. I don't even want to do predictions for the score. I'm just letting you know right now. I'm gonna be on. I'm I'm gonna be upset and I'm gonna have a little rant. If we oh, lose, well then we'll definitely we'll definitely want to see you then if that's the case. <laughs> I hope you're there. I think three zero in our, our midweek Champions League game, and I'm going two one 
Fulham against us. Make We're going to beat them 2 1. Okay. We are uh, starting off the Europa League campaign. We have um, Real Sociedad at home. Mm. I think this game will be interesting because, like Cornelius said, I think that we'll play some of the guys that usually don't play. Like I said earlier, when we were talking about United, now it's about how do we manage these Thursday, Sunday games um, because that's just what it's going to be for the rest of the season. Um, I actually anticipate that being a hard game for us because I anticipate um, Varane not playing. I anticipate Martinez not playing. And I think whenever Maguire is in the, be- uh, is, is in the lineup, then we have a chance to lose um, and definitely concede goals because like you saw today, it only took him about 30 seconds, 40 seconds to get booked um, on the tackle that he had on soccer. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I think that that game uh, will be the toughest game of the group stage. I think that's actually the toughest game of our group stage. But um, we're at home. Um, I'm going to go 1-1 one, one draw uh, in our Europa League game. And then Crystal Palace away on the weekend. I'm back on my mm. bullshit. We're about to fuck up Crystal Palace. Away? That that's your boogie team? Yeah. No, yeah. I <laughs> to be honest with you. Now I'm 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 a I'm at three hog right now. I'm really, really trying to restrain some of my feelings and emotions, but I think we're all, we're not quite back yet. But I'll let you know when that t- when that time is. Um but I say that we get three points from Crystal Palace. Shout out Vieira. Love Vieira. Love what he's doing. But unfortunately, you're the <laughs> casualty this week. 3 you know, 1. Let me hold this three points real quick. Yeah. 3 1 United. Okay. Um. So we start off also our Europa League campaign back in Europe for the first time in five years. Feels good. Thursday. It's playing. Have been doing that long? I'm asking. Yeah, man. Jeez. It feels good to be back. Um, Man, five years. So, uh, so yeah, uh, we play FC Zurich. I think that's how you pronounce their name. Um, mm-hmm. They're in Switzerland. Uh, I honestly don't know. I mean, we're obviously going to rotate the squad. I don't know what we're going to look like, um, especially in our midfield because we have so many injuries. Um, but I think, you know, we'll get a, a 2 0 win, um, something like that. Uh, GRG. Yeah, I think we'll, um, I'm not going to call GRG um, because this is a different squad that's going to be playing. So, you know, I'm just, I just want to see what our our Europa League squad is going to look like. And I want to see what our players look like. Like, I want to see what Fabio Vieira looks like. I want to see what Tamiyasu looks like. And I want to see what Nketiah looks like. Nketiah's been begging for the chance. He got a contract. You know, I want to see what that guy looks like. He's been looking better. So, you know, I, I want to see what um, some of our players who don't get their, their regular time during the Premier League or the weekends, what they look like. And then Sunday we Everton at home. Um, I expect three mm-hmm. points again. Uh, I expect you know that yeah that needs to be a GRG. Um, that needs to be you know three one three nil. So you're not calling it though. You're not calling. I'm it. not calling it, but uh, that needs we need to we need to get back on our on our winning cycle. And I think it starts Thursday, but I think Sunday you know at home at the Emirates again. Um, we need to start back at our on our winning team because if uh, I mean the Premier League man we have some tough tough matches coming up um you know we play Everton Brentford but then after that it's Tottenham and Liverpool two matches after that in the Premier League so you know we're, we're getting up to some more tests so we need to once again against these sides that aren't getting points these sides that aren't as good as us we need to 
to rack up those points and continue to do that. So, yeah, I think we'll win like 3-0, 3-1 against Everton. You never know. And Gordon might get a goal against us, and then we need – we need a two 0 win in, in Switzerland. It'll be it'll be tough because of the travel, um, but two 0 win. Okay, that's predictions for the weekend. Um, I do want to say shout out Real Madrid for being the only team in Europe for being undefeated right now, the last yeah. unbeaten team. Sure. Um, and one of the dark horses for champion. We should do a Champions League prediction too. One of these episodes yeah. before it gets too crazy. Um. But yeah, shout out Real Madrid. Um, you guys got any shout outs? Any people you want to recognize? Uh, um, are we doing Fraud Watch? Are we? Are we Ivan Tony, man. Shout out Ivan Tony. Yeah, shout out Ivan Tony. I mean, Gabriel, when it comes to Fraud Watch, I think, can we really argue that? <laughs> no, Chelsea players. <laughs> I no, no, I mean, I just, no, no, no. Like, no I think we know like certain players are not up for it, but some of these players, like, we could debate, like, you're on it. Mm. You know, I, I I personally think after these past two years that Mason Mount needs to – it's not even a nomination. I think he needs to be on the he's fraud on, watch he's list. He's captain, right? Mason I, 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 think, I, I, I think disagree. Needs, That's disrespectful. I think he needs to be on. All right, should he be on – should, should he be on watch or, like, the list? No, he, he's on no, watch. No, he should be on watch. He's on watch. He's not on the yeah. list. He's not on the list. Come on, man. You you, you can't – yeah, we're not just going to automatically <laughs> put him on list. Come on. I know. <laughs> yeah. Everybody is warning. You, yeah. you know how you know how like when your gas tank gets low, the, the light turns <laughs> on. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, yeah. maybe you need to get some gas. <laughs> like, <laughs> when, when when was the Euros, Cornelius? Twenty twenty. Yeah. And what year are we at now? Twenty twenty two. Okay, Cornelius, the I'm gas be, light has been on. Been on. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Engine engine light is on at this point. Yeah, engine <laughs> light is on. You need to go to the mechanic. <laughs> But um, yeah. Yeah, I think we need to put him on the watch list because he's uh, on watch. Okay, I, I don't really have um any other players other than that right now. Any anybody on? Ah, uh, I, I mean, I, I was just gonna say kinda, Alan, man. He he's yeah. Done. Oh no, I do have a nominee for fraud. I just sent it in the group. But did y'all see Chicharito? Like, <laughs> uh, PK. Oh, oh PK. my gosh! And then. For the hat trick too. I, hat -trick. I think was that to win the game? Mm -hmm. To win the game and to get the hat trick. And oh you try to do a panica like that, and the keeper catches it, and then he like, I don't know. That's yeah. You you can't um, try and do that, and then the keeper catches it. That's. Aguero showed us that. Also, um, I don't I don't know how I feel about this, but also I feel like Trent should also be on the watch list. Yeah, we can. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm not oh, lying, bro. Trent I'm, is on watch for sure. I'm I'm not lying. I think Trent, Trent needs to be on watch. On watch for sure, because he Trent was getting touched up this past weekend. Some of the things <laughs> that Everton players would do, I'm like, oh shit, are you Trent? I was like, no, why? Why are you Trent? Dean Henderson yeah. is definitely Trent did not look good this past weekend. Like, Trent needs to be on watch. Said Dean Henderson. Dean Henderson is definitely on fraud watch. For what? Because uh, remember, yeah. he is no. Nah, he's definitely on fraud. He's conceded the most goals in the Premier League. Him yeah. and he, uh, he was talking. Man. Yeah, remember the shit that he was talking yeah, before yeah, he, he left. Oh, I, I, I didn't want the new manager to see me because I knew that he would pick me, and like I was promised all this stuff. All right, Dino, see you in the championship. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys. Uh, anybody right, else? Fraud watch. Mm -hmm. so is he England's number one. 
Yeah, he's England's no, Ramsdale is. Come on, dude. We all know this. Ramsdale, shout out Pickford too. Pick, yeah, Pickford had a match. Pickford, Pickford had a match. And then what's his name? Nick Pope. Or Eli Pope, whatever his name is. Eli Pope. Yeah, is Nick, Nick, Nick Pope. Yeah, you tripping. Eli Pope. Pope is from Scandal. Shout out Eli Pope, though. Eli see, Pope see what you've been watching. Would, would do a better <laughs> yeah, job. I have been watching. I've been tapped into Scandal. <laughs> Eli, he, have, you, have y'all seen Scandal? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Eli Pope would be a better keeper than Dean Henderson. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Eli Pope will eliminate you from the equation. Uh, what do they call command? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, drop some comments on uh, what you think about our predictions. Um, and as always, good luck to you and your future endeavors.